Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Creaky noises make my skin creep. I need to get some sleep. I can't get no sleep. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, postwrestling, Up Next, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Somehow you found us. Hello, Davey. How are you? You look tired. I'm incredibly tired. I'm very tired, too. I've it's discovered something what have you about discovered? our neighborhood. What have happened? So, uh, what time did we have to get up this morning to record? Like nine? Yeah. I fell asleep at 8.50... A.M. Wow. I mean, I haven't had a wink of sleep Why? in that time. What, what have you been doing? Guess where I went for brunch yesterday. Insomnia. Insomnia. Oh. So my friends have been in town for the last week. Right. Uh, listeners of the show, Mike Hogan, Laura Jones. Yes, hello. The Brits. Uh, they're home now, safe and sound. Nice. Um, so I've been taking them to all the like cool spots, and you were a tour guide. Insomnia yeah. is is pretty. Toronto famous for brunch, right. wouldn't you say? And now you have And now insomnia? I can't sleep. So you ate there and now you have insomnia. Yeah. Wow. Imagine you went to any restaurant or bar that had something in the name and then whatever it was, you got it. Well, I'm, that's why I'm not going to amnesia. <laughs> or maybe I have and I don't know about it. Um, Damn. Yeah. I feel Are you awful, all right? I'm, I'm, I'm in, feel like I'm in a cloud right now. I feel very confused. I'm not sure why I'm awake. <laughs> I think about I that a lot. I don't feel good. <laughs> I'm very sorry to hear. Um, but it I'm meant tired, I got to but... watch 205 Live as well this week, which I didn't last week. Wow. Um, That's what you did in all your spare time this oh, week. I feel awful. Um, um, why couldn't you sleep? I don't know. What's on just, your mind? I, I've, been, I've been tired, and then just right. my mind was racing. racing. I kept on... It sounds weird, but you know when you think just weird things in bed? I just kept on thinking about um, the name Fabian Eichner. 
Wait, you were just laying in bed? He wasn't even on this I know, week's episode. I know. He wasn't was, even involved. I, I don't know what. You didn't I even did, go here. I kept on thinking about him. <laughs> okay. It's weird. You didn't put you to sleep, though. It's weird. I then, like, got up and moved about a bit. Went wow. to the toilet, had some water. I didn't hear you at all. I was asleep. Oh, lucky. Um, I think the whole week just, like, has got to me. Damn. Uh, it's been a busy week. So, yeah, I've been playing tour guide all week. I've still been working a right. little bit. Uh, a lot of nights out, a lot of spending we did, money, we did. a lot of so, food. So two of your friends, they're from uh, Birmingham, is that right? Uh, Laura's from Birmingham. Uh, Mike is from sort of Kent area. He's got family in Liverpool. He moves around. All right, I, I have no idea. You just say London and I go, yeah, you sound like you're from London. Uh, so they came over and they were here for a week at the BDE. Yep. And you were, uh, in fact, you were guide. You took them to some great places. You took them to... A place that apparently every Toronto person takes their friends when they come here, which is Sneaky D's. Yeah. Because that's just what you do. And uh, Mike has been having wings uh, all week. Wow. Uh, trying to find the best wings. He he thought Sneaky D's wings were right. pretty damn good. Anyone visiting Toronto? And Laura Sneaky tried D's. the nachos and agrees they're the best nachos she's ever had. So, it's true. Um, I think Sneaky D's wings and Toby's wings were top of the list. Do we go... They must have been to Sneaky D's a few times because we went on a Friday night when it was emo night. Yep. We we went to this this bar has a venue up top and then they, they the DJ just plays like My Chemical Romance, Lincoln Park, all that fucking fun shit you just want to sing to when you're lit. Um, that was really fun as well. Yeah. Uh, we took them there. It was it's it's interesting bringing people who like legit have never been here before who are live on the other side mm. of the world. It's really fun. It's like yeah. interesting, but you looked look like you were tired because you were like running about more than yeah. And I've been uh, I've been living in like a little scrump. We have room. a side room. The scrump. <laughs> Ew, the scrump room. Gross. Um, which has this like in the summer when my dad was there, it was great, great yeah. little room. It's got a nasty draft, and I kept on trying to block oh. it. It's basically the fridge. Damn. So maybe I was just not used to not sleeping in the cold last night. And that's why, and that's why you I stayed don't know. awake. Um, yeah, but we've done a lot. Went to St. Lawrence Market yesterday. Mike tried the pea meal bacon sandwich. Did he like it? He did. He kept on saying, I really want to say it's just a bacon sandwich. Because he didn't get the egg on it. He doesn't so like good. egg. He doesn't like egg. Right. Well, but he loved it. He loved like, it. Like, that's the people who go to McDonald's and get the sausage McMuffin. And they're like, oh, it's just that. Well, like, I don't like egg. Yeah, I yeah. usually don't get the egg on yeah. my sausage McMuffin. But no, but he was saying he wanted to be- right. believe it was just a bacon sandwich, but thought it was way more. But he uh, liked it? He liked it a lot. Yeah, that's a low-key Toronto uh, favorite. Um, yep. The bacon on a bun sandwich, the breakfast on a bun, whatever you want to call it, in St. Lawrence Market, it's really good. You know what I noticed? Uh, British people poop a lot. Well, I think it's being on holiday. You always <laughs> poop more on holiday. Did, do, have you found that? Oh, always, You yeah, drink yeah. more on holiday, you're eating way more food than you normally sure, would yeah. on holiday, your sleep pattern's all over the place. I, uh, poop. I, I remember being like, oh... There's people coming over to our house, and like we're almost out of toilet paper. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. gone through a lot. But then before I could, like you had bought some, so I was like, oh David got a f- got some. We're good. TP in the house, everyone's fine. And then like two days later, we're like, oh yeah, guys, I got, I got a s- we're out. We're out. I'm like, how are we out? I got like a six pack from Dollarama the day they arrived, <sighs> and we were out by those. When did you see your mum? Wasn't it then you got some? And then I was like, Ma, I got these British Friday. people over. Yeah. They, they're using up all my toilet papers. 
And then and then I got I got like a big pack of it. And then literally later that day, like the whole four four things of it gone. I'm like, "What are these Brits eating? What are they doing? What are they doing with all this toilet paper? Are they stealing it?" Um, you're also your one your friend Mike really is into uh, uh, weed and they don't have that over in the UK so when he was over here well they do but not like yeah. here <laughs> sorry sorry you're right, you're right they don't have that in the UK um, yeah he was really like sh- into the dispensaries and all mm. that kind of stuff and it's like people smoking everywhere he even cool. had a photo with a policeman where he's just holding his weed up smiling with these two wow, policemen wow of course nice <laughs> tourist what a tourist uh, well, I'm glad. I hope they had fun. Um, I think they had a good time. Yeah, they both have said they, they'd consider moving here as well. Of course, all you Brits want to move over here. Oh, that's another thing. All my friends who have applied for permanent residency, who applied two months after me, have got it. Uh-oh. And I still haven't heard anything. Uh-oh. So I'm kind of anxious as well. Do you need me to marry you? So, maybe. Maybe. I'll marry you. Yeah. I'll marry you, man. I mean, you have an actual girlfriend who could marry you too. She could, yeah. But you know, yeah. You might. What? Where's the fun in that? Yeah, that's sound, that doesn't sound <laughs> like a good. That does, wow. Who would want to watch that? Adam Sandler and uh, what's that guy? Chuck and Larry. Have you seen that movie? It's awful. Yeah, I mean Adam Sandler. <laughs> Where he married? They get married. Um. So that's what we did this week. We had a pretty. It was. It's been a. It's been a week, and now I'm back to work tonight and. Ooh dreading it but I need the money because because you've been eating out three meals a day which yeah and then it's Christmas coming up and, oh no uh, what are you going to get me for Christmas uh, I've got an idea actually I've it's all, all toilet sorted, paper all sorted toilet paper yeah um uh, we need to do a Christmas thing with uh John and Way as well I guess we should oh yeah we should yeah we should do a Christmas. We don't. We don't have a, a Patreon for our show. Like up next is free, so we should do a Christmas drive. And it's like not to donate to the needy, but like to donate to the BDE. Because like we need a new vacuum. So like, well, how do I get people to send me yeah. Christmas gifts? <laughs> Could do with a switch. Yeah, we need a switch. We need a new vacuum. What else does the BDE need? Uh, we got a little Charlie Brown Christmas tree I picked up. Yeah, we need to decorate it. I have a some decorations. Something for the draft in the fridge, scrump room. The scrump fridge. We're not calling it the scrump room. <laughs> the scrump fridge? How about that? No, that sounds weirder. That sounds like we have dead bodies in our back room. Maybe we do. We probably do, is why it's so cool. one on that chair over there. Yeah, the haunted chair. Uh, your friends did sign the haunted painting, which is picking up. Yep. Anyone who visits the BDE has to sit in the chair and has to sign the painting. So that's that's always fun. So I, I wonder know. if Martin Bushby's a... Uh, better again now. I probably think that he is better now. I hope so. Hopefully the hauntings worn off on him. Now your two Brit friends are going to be haunted. Oh yeah, definitely. I love getting people haunted (laughs) when they come over. Yeah. Uh, What else? Uh, Anything new with you? No, not really. I've just been working. Um, Yeah. There's really not much going on. I was hanging out with you guys for a little while. Um... That's about it, man. That's about it. Yeah. Nothing has changed in a week. Huh. Well, uh, something I know we promised to do last week that we kind of forgot, and I have just done it. The Power Rangers thread is now up. Right, okay. So, please, uh, we did tell you last week we're going to be recording something very soon. Uh, it's up. We'll be hopefully doing it next week. 
so leave us your feedback and let, let's get the ball rolling there. Yeah, we teased last week about Power Rangers and about Christmas Vacation, and I got a bunch of people tweeting me uh, being like, I really want to hear you review yeah. Christmas Vacation. So that is probably our Christmas one. But go and watch Power Rangers, the movie, in the next week or so, and then we'll have one of those reviews up, um, which should be really fun. Um, uh, you got me worried about Kyrie Zane as well. Um, oh, yesterday? Yeah. I tricked you yesterday. I, I, you came home from dinner or something, and I was like, did, did you hear about Kyrie? And you're like, what's wrong? What's wrong with Kyrie? And I'm like, you didn't hear it. Oh you were being God. mean. I was like, just, just fucking tell me. Like, stop it. And you're like, she's done. She's like, done. I do that all the time, though. It's so annoying. <laughs> Not about wrestling. Like, you'll come home and be like, oh, my God. <laughs> you'll be like, what's wrong? I'll be like, it's over. Everything is fucking done. And you're like, what's wrong? I'm like, God, we can't fix this. And the worst <laughs> is you do it on Facebook Messenger and then, like, get busy with something. And I'm like, what the fuck's happened? I, like, forget. I, I don't commit to the joke. <laughs> I, like, forget about the joke halfway. So then you're, like, really worried about something. I'll be like, I can't believe this has happened. What the fuck? And then I disappear off Messenger, and then you're like, what is going on? And then you're, you come back, and I'm like, oh, we're out of toilet paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, poor, poor Kyrie has uh, hand and foot and mouth disease. What like, has she been doing? What is it's that? It's very odd. Uh, well, I was looking into it. It's something that, uh, like, kids normally get. What is Kyrie um, doing? But I can sympathize because I've got incredibly bad eczema on my on my right hand. And right. by the sounds of it, it's like that, but on your your hands, your feet, the inside of your throat. Um, oh God! And but it's uh, I think it's something that used to be way more serious than it is now. Yes, yes. It is. Um, so she should be absolutely. She'll be fine. fine. She will be. Yeah. Uh, she already looks better on Twitter. Um, you see, uh, she was I, on SmackDown as well. This I, week. I, I tweeted her first. You were too busy not caring. Oh, I text her. Oh, see. yeah, right. I don't, I don't need it to be public. <laughs> <laughs> All these you know, bandwagoners just... You know, you know, I would be worried if you're sliding in those uh, those texts and DMs. Uh, isn't she... Uh, oh, yeah, uh, Kim she... got upset last night. Oh, what, your actual girlfriend? Yeah, because yeah. I said my girl's got hand and foot and mouth disease. And she's like, oh, no, that's... A... Sorry, wait, what What do you mean, <laughs> my girl? I'm like, um, uh... Oh. Uh, uh... So you had to have that talk. <laughs> See, honey, you're my girlfriend, but she in wrestling... She talks about Robert Downey Jr. It's fine. Your girlfriend likes yeah, Robert Downey I know, Jr.? it's weird. Is that a real celebrity? And who's the other one? Thor, I guess. Oh, Girls Sam like Rockwell. Ooh. Wow, your, your, your girlfriend has some good taste. Sam Rockwell is a G. Yeah. You know who that is, right? Yeah. He's good. He yeah, can he's... dance. He's the, I always remember him in Charlie's Angels. He's got okay. a cigarette and a Coca-Cola. And Simon Says by Pharaoh Monch is playing. It's a rap song. And I'm like, you are badass. So maybe that's why your girlfriend likes... Mm. What's, who's like your actual celebrity crush other than wrestling? Um, I don't know. It changes about too much that I can... I, I, Me too. I always have to wrap my brain to think... Because like, mm. as a wrestling fan, when I was growing up, I always liked Maria Kanellis, okay. Tori Wilson, you know. Well, Trish was one of my first. You know, all those. <laughs> Trish was my first. <laughs> um, but as actual celebrities, I always liked uh, Drew Barrymore. Okay. I always liked uh, uh, Mila Kunis. Yeah, she's, she's there for me. Uh, but I don't know, as of late, uh, Kent. Um, oh, I like Halsey, the singer. I think she's gorgeous. I mean... Kimberly from Power Rangers was probably yeah, my first that's every, crush Yeah, that's every ever. guy's, you know, first crush um, kind of thing. I don't know, it's, yeah, definitely, um, I tend to more fall for people in uh, TV shows more so than 
movies. You watch a I, lot of TV more. Because so, I think yeah. you get to you see their character every week, so you sure you almost feel like you know. Right, them. I liked Robin from How I Met Your Mother. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, I liked I, Quinn for Bray from Glee. She was lovely. I had a girlfriend in high school who got very mad because uh, when the new, like the Tron, like not the remake, but whatever Tron, like the, the new, yeah, the new Olivia one. Wilde was in it, and she had this like you know leather jumpsuit and the mm. the, the black hair and the bob hair. And I like told my girlfriend in high school, I was like, oh, like I want to see this movie. That girl looks really hot. Biggest mistake ever telling your girlfriend in high school that you think a celebrity in a movie is attractive <laughs> because she would never let it fucking go ever. And it was like, oh, you like Olivia Wilde. Da, da, da. Olivia Wilde's cool, but like. Well, I, I had that thing with um, uh, a girl I used to see. I, that was going to sound weird. I was just going to say ruined Justin Bieber. He was already pretty ruined for me. Right. But she made it so that whenever I hear his music, Ooh. I get angry. And. Th- that song "Sorry" was pretty big in uh, 2016, uh, 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 2015. Is it too late to say sorry? Oh, it would. It's like, um, what's it? Pavlov's dog. Uh, yes. Like you when you hear the bell and you start like. It's true. That was. I mean, I. I think Bieber has that effect on a lot of <laughs> men. Anyway, uh, irritating. Sure. Um, but yeah, it made it worse. Well, like most some some couples have the 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 hall pass list. Yep. Celebrities. So is Kyrie in your. Yeah, yeah, I just but, wanna I just wanna cuddle with Kyrie. Right. <laughs> That's what I was asking, obviously. Sicko. Um yeah, most people have that list, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. But uh anyway, get well soon, Kyrie. Yeah. Uh, get well soon, Kyrie Zane. Yeah. Hopefully she does have someone there for her. Yeah. Not clearly not you, because you're sitting here at home. You if I was if if Kyrie was my girl, I'd be honest. Well a plane. she's in uh probably what's it called. Yeah, um, and you're not. So I can't think of the word. Great boyfriend you are. <laughs> Here with your actual girlfriend in Canada. Jeez. You should be helping Kyrie. Get well soon. Well, we did find out about Kyrie later in today's episode. So let's talk about NXT. NXT from November 28th, 2018. It is not from Full Sail University. It is from San Jose State University. How do we feel about that? We kind of knew something was coming up because the tapings didn't these, match. Were these taped before TakeOver, weren't they? Was it? Oh, no. I believe it was. It could be. I had that feeling because uh, the commentary was definitely new. and the Oh, well, the commentary was dubbed, dubbed in. Dubbed in, yeah. Um... Yeah, it's it's always nice to get away from Full Sail, but there is something just a bit weird when you're so used to seeing it in the same studio every week, apart from it being a takeover. It it's does true. feel weird when it's somewhere else. Yeah. Um, this, I think, was uh, the venue in San Jose where uh, they did the special, like the special house show at WrestleMania 31 weekend. Okay. Uh, where, like, Hideo hit the GTS for right. the first time on... Tyler Breeze, and I think it was that venue. It's like a university place. Did you just say Tyler Breeze? Yeah. Oh. Do you remember him? Yeah, well, uh, they did some tapings last night. Oh, really? Okay. Just saying. Interesting. Just saying. 
Interesting. We don't read ahead, but... But you do. No, uh, I don't. I don't, but... Oh, you do. No, someone someone on Reddit posted something, and it was like... it yeah, said going, going on Reddit is said, reading ahead. It said spoilers, and I was like, well, I'm not going to click it. And then I was reading something else, and then someone's like, yeah, something, something, Prince Pretty. And I was like, wait a second, wait a second. Well, that's cool if they are. I think it's, it's good for people to go back to NXT sometimes, like if they've got nothing else going on. They should uh, do that more often. They should, but the problem is all the rosters are so bloated now. It's true. Like, um, NXT didn't have the roster it did when, like, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, TJ. What's his Tyson Kidd? Tyson Kidd, yeah. And Cesaro went down. Like, the roster was nowhere near as big as it is now, but all of them are so bloated now. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. Good yeah. for him. It'll yeah. Be, like, he's good. Like, be good for him. So... Look forward to that, seeing that at some point in some capacity. Uh, but tonight we start the show off with Danny Birch and Oni Lorkin, the Brit and Brawlers. They're kind of like us, except I'm not American. Yeah, so you're Oni Lorkin, are you? Yeah. And I'm fucking Danny Birch. Yeah. Oh, just punch me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They're going up against the mighty. You want to do their accents too? No. All right, cool. <laughs> just checking. Um, this, uh, this is, as soon as this match was starting, I was like, hey, this could be yeah, I, good, actually. First note of <laughs> yeah. my thing, it was like, this should oh, be wait, good. Oh, wait, what? This um, looks good. Uh, the, the two teams brawl in the beginning here, and early on, there's this, like, sequence where Danny somehow applies a single leg crab, and then out of nowhere, the other guy, Thorne, tries to break it up, and Oni locks in a cross face, and both submission moves are on both guys at the same time, simultaneously. Uh, they somehow break out of it, but really cool sequence there. There's a double Russian leg sweep as they double team on Oni Lorkin, and he's trying to get the tag, but he can't. And I know that you love the Russian leg sweep because you always try to do it to people in bars, and you say that it's a it's a lost move. It's such an easy move to do, isn't it? Because everyone in like the Attitude Era used to do the Russian side Russian leg sweep, but it's not a thing. My anymore. my. Finisher on the outside on 2K19, because I've been too lazy to change it, is a side Russian leg sweep. Nice, nice. And I'm like, eh, that would hurt on the hard mat sure. on the outside. Sure, it would. <laughs> Greatest wrestling move ever. Um, there is finally a tag from Oni to Birch. He gets in, there's this beautiful leg takedown where the guy is running towards him. He like almost does like a pop-up to hit you with like a, a belly splash, but instead it's like a leg takedown. It's crazy. There's a drop kick off the top rope. He does a kick up. Then they go for their uh, assisted DDT, but it's interrupted. There's a battle of the uppercuts between Oni Lorkin and uh, is it Miller? Nick Miller? I, I get their names confused. Like they don't exactly look the same. It's just like but they dress the same. Much to yeah, like ugh. Tell I don't. Them apart. It is really hard for me. <laughs> Uh, only well, that's, that's to do with their just individual personalities. Right. I mean, you look at Birch and Lorcan and what separates them. They look more similar than right. And I know the Miller, difference, but yeah. there's, they've got themselves over I individually a bit more. Yeah, you're right. Maybe that's why. Um, there is a half and half suplex from Oni Lorcan. Um, there's the uh, tope from Oni to the outside, which is crazy, where he runs and he jumps over the top onto both of them. The Mighty go for their, like, lift-up combo. They keep going for it, but it keeps getting countered. And Oni Lorcan, sunset flip for the win, and they beat the Mighty. But after the bell rings and they're celebrating the Mighty, they're mad because they're the heels. And they attack down both Danny and Oni, and they beat them down. And the crowd chants, you still suck. 
and they give off their smug look and they walk away. Mm. So this is obviously leading to a rematch somewhere down the line. Um, I thought this was a lot of fun. Both these guys, uh, the, the thing that my only critique is the mighty still. Because every time I see this, this team, I'm like, this is the chance these guys are going to like yeah. break through. I thought this should have been way better. Right. But it looks like it's the beginning of something. Sure. So I think we're going to see another match down the line. And I think that will probably be their big one. It felt like they were saving a lot of stuff. Yeah. But these four should put on something exceptional, I think. Yeah. Um, the, the, the two Aussies are not in WWE UK. The Brit and the American Brit Ambrollers. They're not in NXT UK. They're here. But Danny Birch is sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm wondering if they'll do the crossover again. Yeah, I was I was asking, like, I was just thinking about this last night. I'm going, do you see, because uh, one, two are on a bit of a run. Right. Do you see them beating these guys again? And then yes. when the War Raiders take the titles, being a challenge for them? Yeah. Do you just see this as purely a mid-card feud? I don't know. Or do you see them um, going to NXT UK? Because realistically, their families and everything are probably in Florida with them now. So it's it's easier said than done to just be, oh yeah, you can go to the UK brand right. or whatever. Like, uh, I would I would like to see them go stay here for more. Yeah. Like every time they have a match, it's so good. Uh, any doubters can go watch their match at that takeover oh, against the Arrow, where he gets his only gets his face busted, and they proved it then. So. And I think I think the Raiders should probably take the titles they soon, should, and because I think Undisputed can be doing other things as well. Yeah, Undisputed don't need it right now. No. The Raiders kind of need it, I think, especially after winning at War Games. Mm. Uh, so we'll see where that feud goes from the Mighty and the Brit and Brawlers, or One Two, whatever you want to call them. Uh, we get a, a recap, a reminder of sorts. About a month ago, it was EC3 who got a roll-up victory over Adam Cole, which then turned into the beatdown, where Bobby Fish returned to action and beat the fuck out of EC3's knee. The flying Roddy kick that everyone mm. was talking about was on that episode as well, where just out of nowhere, a Roderick Strong sick kick yeah. destroys you and kills you. Um... They announced that it is EC3 versus Marcel Bartel tonight. Um, we'll see what happens. We get a recap of the women's championship match from War Games. Kyrie Sane and Shayna Baszler. And uh, I feel like I should let you talk about this uh, this promo. This is one of my favorite promos of the year. Well, you recap the promo and then I'll, I'll read my notes. <laughs> Uh, so it's Kairi Sane, Dakota Kai, and Io Shirai, and it's showing the highlights of the how those two kind of came out to help Kairi, but it still wasn't enough because they were cheated. Um, <laughs> the, I am not finished with Shayna Baszler. Dakota Kai says that she has history with Shayna. Everyone knows that, and we're not taking this lightly. Io Shirai says Kairi is my best friend, and I am here to protect. Kyrie, we want all three. And they all kind of hug Kyrie and then walk away. This is fantastic. Yeah. I recommend everyone <laughs> going to watch this promo. I put, Eo and Kyrie are hilarious. Is this just how Japanese people are? Yeah. Or are they very bad actors? I don't really care. It was cute. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were like, 
seven-year-olds acting that they yeah, were yeah. upset. Yeah, yeah, I'm upset. I am grumpy I lost my child. Mm. But mm. <laughs> it, kind of, it kind of works, and I think it is There's, just because they're Japanese. They're, kawa- they're kawaii, you yeah. know what that means? They're cute. They're, yeah, yeah, they're, they're cute. cutie. Yeah, cutie. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, they are. I... I and I and Dakota's there, who's just come back from Sneaky D's on a Friday, I think, just hanging around next to him. Dakota's, she's cool. The word I was gonna use, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she is. Uh, this was great. It's funny. I want to see that six. Yeah, woman yeah, tag. we will. It's definitely coming. Um, I recommend everyone going to watch this again. Uh, just don't tell your girlfriend that you were watching that. Uh, EC3 versus Marcel Bartel right now Mar- Marcel is from Germany mm. he's coming out to the same music that he did before it's also the same theme as Walter who just signed yeah it was interesting they showed this match this week yeah uh, I wonder if that was a because del- it's tapings you can shift things about I right. wonder if that was a deliberate choice because uh, yeah he's part of Ring Camp with uh, with Walter Walter he assigned to WWE in my opinion, he's the big draw for the NXT UK TakeOver shows, which they now yep. have announced as well. So now there's going to be TakeOvers in the UK brand, and Walter has signed. Uh, your friend, Mike, who was here, mm. uh, who's like the British version of me, we've decided. Um, he says that Walter versus Devlin from OTT just a few months ago is his match of the well, year. We watched that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it's a fantastic match. Um, I think there's a strong argument for him to be wrestler of the year. Like Walter, we've, we've watched a few of his. Yeah, he's uh, great. And uh, like he was the one of the highlights. People were saying at WrestleMania weekend, um, right? As well, put on a load of great matches. There's such a presence about him. He's good. Um, he's got him. everything that um, that WWE should love. He's that big, scary, right? Foreign heel. Um, but he can go as well. He can chop. He can chop the shit out of. No, I am a fan of Walter. Um, I I, br- I bring that up because I'm. I want. I want like listeners to know. Like, isn't that's a strong argument? Yeah. Saying something like that, I think he's and great. Though. I think he'll add a lot of star power to the NXT UK. Not only that, I think he will become a much bigger star. Oh, than he I, already had. He, like he's an indie wrestling if star. He, if he wants to move to the states, there's no reason why he couldn't be a big thing on the on the main roster. And what's his the theme? Dun, oh, it's dun, 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 uh, dun, because Rachmaninoff or something. Yeah, I because so this guy comes out to it, and Nigel McGuinness starts humming it. Yeah, he goes, "Oh, oh, I love his music too." That's not a good Nigel. <laughs> you would do it better. He says his music is great, and he starts humming it, and then uh, it's not Morrow, it's Vic Joseph yeah. again, and Vic Joseph is like, uh. Let me get this straight, Nigel. When the Street Profits come out and everyone's dancing, you sit there with your arms crossed. But when this guy comes out, everyone else is quiet and you're up and dancing around to dun, 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 dun. <laughs> It's a banger. <laughs> and Nigel's like, yeah, this is, cl- this is music. This is what music is. And it made me think of me and you. Every time you come home and I'm bumping. Well, it's also for the last <laughs> week, it's been me and Laura being like, 
I don't get this hip hop shit. And you and Mike being like, this is fucking sick. Like everything you're playing. Right, right. He uh, he's he knows about the Toronto hip hop scene and Laura was more of an old head and was like, no, it's not Kurt Cobain. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Nigel, Nigel going along to this music was really funny because it made me think of you. The Brit is like, oh, I like this classical and none of that, none of that hip hop mumbo jumbo shit. <laughs> Cut that out. I don't want that here. Uh, this match starts off. Marcel, Bartel, EC3. They test of strength, and EC3 yells out, Whoa, we got a strong one here. Um, Marcel goes for like a, an arm lock or something and goes, Nine! Nine! Like the no chance, but nine. Yeah. The crowd instantly is like, Whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck are you doing? You can't be, you can't be shouting German. You can't do that. That's a heel tactic. No matter how many years later you say anything in German to a wrestling crowd who are obviously in America here, they're like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, the crowd got so mad. Mm. He chanted one thing in German, and they were like, I guess San Jose is not that far from Pearl Harbor, because this, this crowd was mad. I'm going to go off on one here. Yeah. When are we going to get over this fucking USA chant? What, it the crowd? Yeah, yeah. Like this exactly. is world wrestling entertainment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so he does nine, and then the crowd's like, whoa, he's German? All right, USA, USA. It's just like being foreign, being a... A heel thing is right. so fucking boring. It was boring twenty years ago, right? And it's just any time. There was that that video where it was was it Kevin Owens fighting another Canadian, yeah? And he's like, "I'm gonna get these idiots to chant USA," <laughs> and it's true. I think the crowd seem like idiots whenever they chant USA. I'm like, "Get the fuck over it." You're right. You get it. You're American. Because cool. as soon as the guy like started doing anything. That was like the heel. Not America. Yeah, yeah, I'm German, and then it's like, no, we don't like that at all. You're yeah. evil. <laughs> Obviously, that's what he was going for, though, in this. True, I just, like, wish we'd get over that. Yeah. Like, like Volta coming in. It's right. not the fact he's Austrian that right. makes him cool. It's the fact he's a big bastard who can sure. chop down trees with his hand. Like USA. Yeah. USA. But, you see, as soon as Vince gets his hands on him, it's going to be... Oh no, you're not Austrian, you're German actually. And you're going to be evil. And you're going to come out in army trucks and <laughs> stuff with a. What is it? Frog stepping army. Frog marching, you know. You're upset. No, I am. It just, it's boring now. It's like the same shit all the time. Well, Martel is, breaks through this crowd here in San Jose and hits an Enzigiri on EC3. He, uh, he gets EC3 tangled in the rope somehow, like almost like a reverse fashion. Not a 619 style, but like the other way around. And hits this like running drop kick. Looked cool. He also manages to hit a, a cool looking air raid crash. A Midnight Express or whatever you want to call it. 4-2 count. EC3 fights back. He throws him face first into the bottom turnbuckle. Uh, EC3 then yells, say my name. Hits his EC3 elbow drop. The one percenter for the win. Pins Marcel here, not much going on in this match. However, he grabs a microphone. He says, Bobby Fish, lick your wounds after War Games Undisputed Era because I'm coming for you. Bobby Fish, I'm coming for your head, your knees, and everything in between. I'm vindictive and I'm angst-driven. So he's calling out Bobby because of the attack mm. that he got about a month ago. Um, but he's coming for his head and his knees and everything in between. That's cool. It's about time EC3 had something to do. Um, he's been a bit, like, lost in the shuffle, just I think. Just been chilling. Yeah. Just been, just been hanging out. It's fine. 
Um, that was that was like fine. There wasn't much of a match, but it was I, fine. I do like when they give the the um, opponents who are clearly going to lose a bit of offense. Yeah, they need and, to. And they gave them. him a bit that showed, like, yeah, he's yeah. a he's pretty strong and right. has some something about him as well. And whether we see him go to the NXT UK and reform Ring Camp for whatever with Volta, I. I don't think Volta really needs. No, it. that will not happen. <laughs> Walter is not associated with. Yeah. I think they just need to put the rocket on him. Yeah, he'll be your U- UK takeover guy. Like yeah, the big like you know, Keith Lee. He's in the back. He's preparing for his match tonight because, as Nigel says, I love this. The main event tonight is Keith Lee versus Lars Sullivan, and as he's preparing in the back, stretching, getting ready, and it's cutting to commercial break. Nigel says that Keith Lee. Has got a date with a monster. Mm. I love when just monsters are. There's so many. Monsters There's so many. Yeah. Monsters and beasts and animals. I love it. Like <laughs> I, I, I love it. It's just, what do you say? Big lads wrestling. Yeah. That's it. Like <laughs> take my fucking money. Um, we have a vignette here. For Novak Djokovic, uh, star tennis player. Is that who it is? Oh, his name is very. Sick. I yeah. keep on calling him Djokovic. What now. is this guy's name now? Well, it was Donovan Dijak. Right. It's now Di- <coughs> Dijakovic. Vladimir Kozlov. Isn't that was that what was that guy? It once. Yeah. This yeah. is that. Di Dijakovic. Di Dijakovic. Just rolls off the tongue. Dijakovic. 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 Yeah, it's weird. We sing a vignette for him, even though he's debuted and had a few matches. No, no, no. We saw. No, he, Di- was, he was Dijakovic. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Um, but obviously they're going to make him a bit more of a deal now. Okay. Which is cool, because I think he's Well, great. this is like a Steve Blackman style. Yeah. It's the, the camera runs in black and white, passes his eyes a bunch, and then he says, you see my history in my gaze, or something like that. He says, it's time to feast your eyes. It cuts through the thing, mm. and then it's clips of him in a gym kickboxing, with like kicking bags and... Things. I thought Steve Blackman instantly. Yeah. I was like, oh, but then it was like Die Jackovich. I could I could be behind him. Be behind. It's Vladimir It's Vladimir Godlove. Was that his name? <laughs> I think it was. There is a Candice LeRae, she is just like walking, but this starts off with just a peep the like the camera crew and the interviewers backstage and they're like, There she is, there she is, hey Candace, hey Candace At uh War Games we saw a different side of you. And she just ignores it and goes inside. Now... Now they're wrong. <laughs> I... I don't really think we saw much of a different side no. of her at War Games. No. I, they're I really think, on one Because we were saying last week we were confused because she seemed to revert. See, no, so so this is where it, the taping thing... The taping... Schedule, yeah, up. yeah. So at the actual event, it, it she encounters Alistair backstage. And she still has got the, the black lipstick, right. the black everything. But then... You know, quote unquote, a week later, mm. she's in her normal gear in wrestling. So, realistically, they're like, we saw a different side of you. It's like, no, 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 we've been seeing a different side of you, and now you're back to normal, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. It's just like, they should have <laughs> cut the scene. Yeah, I like, was like, I don't understand this. I, okay, we, we had a few pops last week when we watched NXT, because yeah. it was the hangover, but yeah. all of us were saying, she's just normal Candice yeah, LeRae. There's nothing Candace. heel about her at all. She didn't even have the heel black lips. No. So it's like, okay. Uh, so we'll see what happens with Candace and Johnny wrestling. Vanessa Bourne, the vision. She's coming out here. She has a match against Mia Yim. 
uh, I note here that Vanessa Bourne is dressed like Psylocke from the X-Men comic books. Okay. Like, she, I'm pretty sure that's what her outfit right. was supposed to, like, down to a T. Um, Vanessa Bourne, very beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Mia Yim, she starts the match off by yelling that she's in her hometown. Wait. I believe she's originally, fr- she lives in Florida now, but she is from just down the road from this venue. So she's, uh, she feels like she's in her, her home camp here. Um, starts off with Mia Yim clearly out wrestling and out holding Vanessa Bourne. Uh, but Bourne distracts the referee and rakes the eyes, gaining the advantage. Um, she like kicks her hand and keeps trying to, uh, beat down on Mia. Like not much offense from, you can tell who's, who's the actual wrestler and who's kind of still new at this. Um, she goes for this like slap and Mia counters it into a flying arm bar. At some point does the tarantula from our favorite wrestler. Tajiri. Tajiri. Hey, Tajiri's coming. Yes. Do we want to get him? Absolutely. We want to meet Tajiri. We should, we should, we should get him on the show. He'd love it. Bring him over. Play some birio cards. Bring Tajiri to the BDE? Yeah. Wow. Invite him to our Christmas party. What would we do with Tajiri in the BDE? Just, just walk around out, like Tajiri? Walk around like Tajiri? Buzzsawing people? Spit mist in <laughs> each other's face? You know, a usual Friday night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if we can meet Tajiri, because he's coming to some mm. indie event in December. Uh, John Pollock, Wei Ting, set it up. We want to meet Tajiri. <laughs> He's a hero. He's a hero. Why? I don't know, but he is. Um, Tarantula by Mia Yim gets the crowd going. She then locks in the eat, defeat, or as she calls it, soul food, and pins Vanessa Bourne. What do you think of this? I know you're a fan of Mia Yim. Uh, I am a fan of Mia Yim. I I think Vanessa Bourne could be great with a lot of work. There's definitely something there. She's got a, a great look, which is a bit different. Um, than what we usually see. Yeah. Um, she she's definitely got something in the character uh, as well. Like she seems pretty confident. But well, they're promoting her as the vision. Exactly. The uh, vision. The wrestling just isn't there yet, which is understandable. She's right. only been doing it like I think while. she started just before the first May Young Classic. So okay. we're talking just over a year. Um, I I just I'm ready to see Mia Yim against decent opponents right, now because right. she's so good and. I think her two, has she had two or three yep. uh, NXT matches? Haven't been, um, haven't really showcased what she's capable of yet because she's been against these sure. more inexperienced You're wrestlers. Right. Um, I want her to change her finisher as well. I just yeah. I hate that move. Yeah. Um, the the transition into the armbar was a bit sloppy. It seemed very signaled, like okay, I'm doing an armbar now. Just. And I think that's from the lack of experience of Vanessa Bourne. Sure. Um, I'm just, I'm ready for them to just put the rocket on her, have her against Shayna. Like, Me and you? Yeah. I feel like there needs to be some sort of, she needs to get a little bit more polished. More steam. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I think on the on the babyface side, she's the only one once this, like, I feel like she could be a star here. She could uh, be a... Story's done. That yeah. Could, could go against Shayna, and I I'll think say, that would be a really sick match. She'll, she'll probably be a champion. Me, yeah, she deserves it. She should. I, she'll definitely be in the picture. She, definitely. Yeah. We have Lars Sullivan in the back. He is preparing for his match, the Battle of the Mastodons, as they're calling it, coming up. But Champa has one of his uh, in the trailer promos here with the camera. He says that I told you I'm the greatest sports entertainer of all time. 
time. I told you I would win. And when Goldie and I make our way to that ring next week, I expect the NXT universe to follow my lead. And he cuts the camera. What does this mean? How um, how do you view the NXT title at Goldie. the moment? Yeah. Um, coming off... In its, like, prestige, like... Right, coming off, like, where it hasn't been, like, the main focus, mm. essentially, is fine. Um, I just feel like he does these things too often, where it's, like, him and the thing. It's a tape show, where and everyone needs their slot, so I yeah. get it. So, like, you can't really... Like, imagine it was Raw, where you, your champion just... Oh, wait... Imagine it's like raw and you never see your champion. Let me let me take that back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I just answer your question. But it's still like it's still a a topic on raw. Like there's always sure. someone wanting to go for it. Right. Like I I it was my match of the night that dream uh that Velveteen Dream. Fant- is a cla- match. That was a classic WWE. Like that is a classic match in my opinion. That takeover Champa and Dream one of the best matches. Yeah. And so that's why I'm like, you know what? You can you I can chill. I just feel now the sort of the Gargano feud with the title is over. Right. And it's I don't know where they're going next. I, I would book it black. I would book it the three way yeah. at the Rumble because we never got it. And it would be crazy. Like it'd just be brutal. Uh you could even make it a four way with Dream. No, I don't but I think it's he lost, so yeah. Dream could go up at the Rumble. Yeah. Put Dream in the Rumble. Yeah. See what happens. I just um, th- you're right. It's I think it's the tape nature of the show where the title does lose steam, and when does, you have it course. not headline, yeah, uh, headline the takeover, and not they're they're not being a clear next opponent straight away. Yeah, it kind of makes you think. I don't know. It, it feels like it diminishes a bit. For it's because the taping definitely yeah. like you, you just can't have him on every thing. No. Like and it was it's been like that with every champion. We just don't True. always notice. So True. they're trying with this camera thing. Yeah, where where he's. You know, he talks to us essentially, which is cool because he's like a strange character. He's like Bane almost from like Batman. It's like it is weird because a heel is only really uh, like as good as his babyface yes. opponent. Like it's just <clears throat> right. it feels lost when it like this video promo. It's like well, he's got what he wants. He's the champion. He doesn't need any more. And there's no one else right. challenging for it yet. But it's just a reminder that yeah, I'm champ. I'm here. Yeah, there. Two people who don't need to remind us they're here. Keith Lee and Lars Sullivan, the main event of tonight. Big Lads Wrestling. Mm. It's just what it is. Big Lads Wrestling. I like it. Keith Lee comes out, bask in his glory. Lars Sullivan from the Rocky Mountains. Uh, they tackle it out. They should talk His entrance other. was different this time. They didn't do his, they didn't do his whole cool. thing. I like his entrance. His entrance is, is cool, but they didn't do it here, yeah. which is unfortunate. I guess, was it just the location? I think so, yeah. yeah. It looked it just looked kind of simple setup. Mm. So, uh, But his entrance is cool, and it's normally like that. Uh, they do this thing in the beginning where they're trying to tackle each other and like no-sell, mm. and like rub it into each other's faces. Um, they keep trying to shoulder tackle and bounce off the ropes, but nothing's happening. So Lars goes for another big shoulder tackle off the ropes, and Keith Lee tries to outsmart him by doing like the leapfrog, like the jumping up, but Lars catches him, throws him into the corner and starts beating on him. He gets a boot, uh, sorry, no, Keith Lee tries to, to fight back, and Lars Sullivan pounds on him and yells, 
this is Lars Sullivan territory. <laughs> Try to get those those t-shirt sales, yeah. you know? It's an ugly shirt. Um, Lars beats on him. Lee yells, bask in my glory. Hits a running cross body block for a one count. Looked really cool. Um, goes for like this like... Spr- not a springboard, but like using the ropes to fly into the ring. It's like a slingshot. Yeah, yeah. but gets a, gets a boot to the face. Lars is just tossing him around, which, bo- again, big lads wrestling. Mm. They're both big dudes. Um, Lars, Lars hits his headbutt off the middle rope, only a two count. Lee then does a, a, a slingshot cross body block into the ring. Uh, Lars is like uh, hitting clubs and... Lee somehow hits him with this chop, like a Ugh. Mongolian one, and it's like so loud, it's crazy. This is where they just keep duking it out, like clubs from Lars, chops from Lee, they're just back and forth. Lee dumps Lars to the outside. Now, Keith Lee is over 300 pounds, easily. He's I don't, a big guy. Yeah. He hits a corkscrew to the outside. Yeah. Was, Let me repeat. Sweet. There's a like a conhilo, whatever you want to fucking call it. Keith Lee does a slingshot, spinning, twisting, fucking like corkscrew crossbody, like 360, like yeah. a conhilo. He hits it to the outside, throws Lars Sullivan into the ring, pins him. Lars kicks out at two. The whole place bit that that was the finish of the match, including me. I was like, well, that's it. He like and Lars yeah. kicked out. So I was like, well, damn. So Keith Lee goes up to the top rope for a moonsault, but Lars rolled out of the way. Keith Lee misses it, hits the ground, gets up, five-star slam, or some people call, the freak accident. And Lars Sullivan pins Keith Lee. Not the finish I thought I we were getting. I was surprised, because uh, we all know he's going up. Right. Uh, it's, it's pretty usual in NXT to right. uh, go out on your back, and especially with someone... New like Keith Lee, who they probably have a lot of right um, uh, plans for. Um, I yeah, I was very surprised. But you know the other guy who won on his way up to the main roster, Ty Dillinger. Ooh, so could this be a bad omen for? It's the curse uh, for Five Star Lars. Damn, mm. I didn't think of it like that. Didn't who else won on their way up? Was it Nakamura as well? Nope. No, he lost. Yeah, I. There aren't many who like of the, of like the singles sure. stars. I can't think of many. Well, this is fine because storyline wise, Lars Sullivan uh, was angry that he didn't get the title shot, mm. and Dream got the title shot. Dream lost his title opportunity. Yeah. So Lars could just show up on Raw or SmackDown, and be like, "Look, they didn't treat me good there. So, and I won." And I've yeah. been under like I'm beating people, so fuck them. Now I'm coming for the main roster. When uh, when do you see him moving up? Do you probably see it soon. Pretty imminent. It's probably or, soon. Um, where do you see him going? <sighs> Raw no or SmackDown? fucking idea. Not on the same show as Braun Strowman. So put him on SmackDown. Yeah, we say that, this. but do you want him on the same program as Joe? Right. Um, and. What do you see as his program? Remember, we talked about this last week. We suggested like a, a Jeff Hardy beatdown or something. Yeah. But that's where they put Joe. So I don't know, mm. Lars. Lars is pretty good. This was a yeah. cool match. Yeah. So is Keith it. Lee. Yeah, uh, Lars can definitely hold it together. Um, I w- I'm interested in seeing where he yeah, goes. I, they're, they're pushing the freak. Yeah. He's, fr- he's the freak. The freak. They're going to have him come out of some sort of science lab, aren't they? gonna come out in BDSM like the freak <laughs> that'd be my character 
the freak, the freak accident. So you know, Mike wants to move here and wants Scrump to move here as well, so we can change the BDE to the BDSM. <laughs> Did he tell you that? <laughs> oh my god! Wait, because it's Brayden, Davy, Scrump, Scrump and Mike. Mike. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so your dreams could come true. Wow! And you can live your gimmick. <laughs> um, yeah, I enjoyed that main event. Um, Keith Lee hits a con healer. What the fuck? Yeah, this and a second rope moonsault. Yeah, he's great. crazy. Um, I think Keith Lee and uh, Matt Riddle should be in the tag thing later That'll down cool. the line. Yeah, Ke- this doesn't hurt Keith Lee. Keith Lee's got to no. fix. Uh, Keith Lee is here because he's obviously got everything in the ring kind of set up for him. Like yep. he's great. He just kind of needs to work out his character. Yeah. To me, he looks like a dad coming out in like a a, a tracksuit almost. Like it's just weird to yeah. me. He needs to kind of look more like don't just smile and say yeah, there, there's, yeah. he's great but there's a lot to work yeah. on and I hope they give him uh, the time he needs and don't do like an Apollo Crews and just move up because he's a good wrestler because right. that's not enough um, yeah you need to have characters okay. yeah. something and there, there's a lot right? of big guys and a lot of big guys who can go so um, so yeah they need to work on that um, um, did you did you watch 205? I did, yeah, because I couldn't sleep. So I... Right, because uh, I also... I didn't watch 205 Live. Okay. And I didn't watch all of it, but there was a match that I had my eyes on for quite a while just because it was taped quite a while back, but they finally aired it last night. Okay. And that was NXT UK for to crown the first ever UK women's champion. Okay, cool. So that match was last night. So I just kind of tuned in to just watch that yeah. main event, and I watched it. It was Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm. Both my Aussie girls. I was torn, David. I was torn. I am madly in love with Tony Storm. Right. And I've also secretly, low key, become madly in love with Rhea Ripley. Uh, I follow both of these ladies on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I view all their stories, and I like all their stuff. Um, should I just shoot my shot? Should I DM them? Yeah, I don't know why not? Do. I'm why bad not? at that. <laughs> yeah, I'm so bad at the whole DM culture. I'm not good at it. I don't know what to say. I need opening lines. I don't know. But this match was fantastic. Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm. So I'm I'm really behind on NXT UK. Have they oh, done too. it as like a tournament? Yes. Right. Yes. So um, yeah, it was it was a fine match. Uh, the the story was that. Rio was just beating the shit out of Tony and like hurting her back. And Tony's really good at selling. Like I thought at some point she was actually hurt. Um, <clears throat> and Rhea Ripley is the first ever UK women's champion. She beat Tony Storm with the Riptide. Um, Triple H came out, celebrated, did the whole pose with her and everything, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is good. Tony won the Mae Young Classic, yeah, which I thought means she gets a title shot at at Shayna. Well, yeah, that's they did the four way last year, didn't yeah, they? But so that like, was at that was at War Games last year. They did, uh, yeah. What was it? Peyton Royce, Nikki Cross, uh, Ember Moon, and Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane. So and that was Tony? the vacant title, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. So then, where's where's Tony Storm in this? Because uh, she gets her shot. I don't think she, she does. I think she's just the May Young Classic season well, that's, two winner. Well, that's poopy. So maybe she'll chase after Rhea. Here. That's probably going to be the team, Aussies. The Aussies in the UK. What's yeah. the deal with that? Well, it's a UK division. It's not UK talent. I right, think right. it is weird. It's yeah, like you've it got uh, you've got a lot of Aussies and Kiwis, and but 
but we're all the same to these Americans, aren't we? It's you just are. USA, USA, and USA. Boo, the rest of the world. You all, you all say mate. Yeah. They're all the same. Austrians, Germans, Australians, British, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's like people calling Canadians rip-off Americans. Mm. Same thing. Uh, so I thought that was an interesting match. It was pretty cool. Uh, Worth a watch? Yeah, it was fine. Um, I feel like Rhea Ripley is going to be a pretty big name in WWE. She's just, she's big. She is, yeah. Like, she's got this look to her. Yeah, she's intimidating. I don't know if I'm intimidated or, like, like, (laughs) I don't know if I'm intimidated or, like, hey, you're I feel that's your relationship with women in general. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Um, And how was 205 Live? Give me 205 seconds. So, Mike Kanellis versus Noam Dar. Uh, Kanellis blows a kiss to Maria and then Dar keeps waving to Maria and going hi throughout the whole match Maria's sat on commentary she's complaining about not being offered a chair uh, Maria distracts Dar and Kanellis attacks from behind uh, Kanellis misses across body and Dar hits him with a big uppercut uh, Dar gets caught with a spine buster and that's when the Lucha House Party's music hits um, Lindsay Dorado and Grand Metalik are on the stage um, Canellis is irate. He goes to check on Maria, but Kalisto has been under the ring, kicks him in the face. Dar hits him with the Nova Roller, I think I call it, is what they called it. It's basically an Enziguri. Okay. And picks up the win. Whoa. Uh, Brian Kendrick is backstage practicing boxing uh, with Akira Tazara on the pads. <laughs> Dude, these punches were some of the worst I've ever seen. Uh, I, I didn't watch this. I have no idea what you're talking about. But as soon as you said Brian Kendrick, I was like, cool. And then you're like, is backstage what? Practicing boxing. I literally like, just sparring. did a double. Like, <laughs> literally, you can't. It's a podcast. You can't see my reaction. But I just did a double. Like, wait, what? Yeah, these, like, you think Shane McMahon's punches are bad. These, these looked terrible. You shut your mouth when you like, talk about I've it. done a little, like, not much at all. I've done a little bit of kickboxing like for cardio and stuff and um this these were these were bad these were bad um Jeez. we then go to a gulak and uh not kendrick gulak and jack gallagher uh, promo uh gulak says that he used to consider kendrick as a friend as an ally and then jack gallagher calls him a cumberground ooh and is that a new word i don't and know gulak goes a cumberground I, this might have corrected this wrong, but I'm pretty sure you said cumberground. And he goes, yes, it's a noun for someone or something that is so useless that it only serves to take up space. Hmm. And Gulak is like, yes, he's a cumberground. <laughs> he's also a homeless Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, my God. Did he say that? Yeah. That's and, so funny. You know <laughs> which that? Which is kind of true. You know that, that he used that before. Oh, really? On the indies. Well, homeless- people people were like, "You're you're the shitty Leonardo DiCaprio." <laughs> I'm pretty sure he used DiCaprio as his name really? on the Indies. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like a fucking funny. So thing. yeah, they they you call them a, a homeless Leonardo DiCaprio. Homeless Leonardo DiCaprio. That is amazing. And he does look like that. Yeah, he like does. This. I'd never seen it. Oh, I've and then seen I'm it. like, I've oh yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Um, it's it's he used that gimmick as uh, like he used DiCaprio as his gimmick before because he like does kind of look like him, especially when he was younger. Um, but now that he's like older and he's still got like that like goatee and like he does look like a rough like yeah. looking Leo. It's funny, Shark Boy from TNA used to use an Alec Baldwin brother gimmick as well. Right. <laughs> I I really dislike Brian Kendrick. I just he you looks like, like shit. DiCaprio? His gear looks like shit. Like I yeah, don't get into done. his matches. He can like he can and like leave. And it's weird because I've like I've read Daniel Bryan's book and sort of right he, like. 
he thinks a world of him. He's a nice he guy. Brian Kendrick is amazing. But he thinks he's joint with him. Awesome. But like, <laughs> I don't know. I just I I don't want to see Kendrick on my TV anymore. That's fair. Um, we go to Hideo Itami versus Jobber of the Week, Levi Cruz. Nice. Uh, Hideo Itami is returning since his um, Falls Count Anywhere loss to um, Mustafa Ali, where he got four fifty through a table. Damn. Um, it starts with a huge big boot to the face of the jobber, kicks to the back, yelling at the crowd, respect me. He hangs Cruz up on the top rope and jumps from the top with his knee to the back of the neck. Palm strikes and a back fist, drop kick to the f- corner. And then I assume this is his new finisher. I've not seen it before. It's like a, a kind of reverse twist of fate into a sort of stunner cutter. Hideo? Hideo, yeah. Hmm. It, it was okay. Um, but Itami kills this guy and basically beats down on him after the match. Then Aria Davari's music hits hmm. and he comes out looking pretty fly and all white and these like yellow tinted sunglasses. Love it. And he's just staring down Itami and you're like, oh, is this the next feud? And then he starts to beat down on Levi Cruz. Ooh. He then holds him up and tells Itami to hit him and he does with that big boot again. Then he looks at Hideo in the eyes and goes, I respect you. <laughs> and offers his hand and they shake. Damn. Um, TJP is backstage with Drake Maverick. Uh, it looks like he's got a bit of ink done. He's got a few tattoos I haven't seen on his hands and arms. Oh. Yeah. Um, he's asking, why aren't I getting a title shot when I'm the best technical wrestler in the world and was the first cruiserweight champion? And Maverick says, well, it's because you lost to Grand Metalik last week. And he's like, yeah, but I beat him when it counts. I beat him in the final of the Cruiserweight Classic. TJP uh, is really hanging on yeah. history here. Well, Maverick's <laughs> like, yeah, yo, that was two years <laughs> That's ago. That's like three years what ago. What have you done since then? What have you done for me lately? Um, this is where Maria and Mike Canellis come in and say that we should continue to work together. The Lucha House Party are getting under our skin and we're going to take them down. We want to take them down next week in a match that the Lucha House Party specialise in. A tornado tag match. Whoa. And Drake Maverick's like, you know what? I like that. That's a, oh, yeah, that's what? a, uh, that's a classic match in, in the Cruiserweight division. So yeah, next week you've got it. It's going to be TJP and Mike Canellis against the Lucha House Party in a tag team tornado match. Wow. Um, main event of the night. Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander versus Tony Nice and Buddy Murphy. Uh, nice and Alexander start off with some traditional chain wrestling. Nice catches Alexander with an elbow and goes for a moonsault but lands on his feet. Then do- does his like matrix escape uh, but gets caught with a drop kick. Uh, Murphy and, uh, gets tagged in and he goes at it with Alexander. Um, Ali comes in, hits a hurricanrana and a drop kick. Both tag out. Uh, it seems like Murphy doesn't want to be in the ring with Alexander at all. As soon as Cedric's in the match, uh, but Murphy tags out. Um, but Murphy blind tags in to hit Alexander with a cheeky knee to the face. Um, Alexander makes the tag and hits a top rope cross body to both Nice and Murphy. He hits his rolling X-Factor. A sunset flip into a powerbomb for a two count. Uh, this is where the let's go buddy, buddy sucks chance uh, come erupting from the 205 <laughs> live crowd. Uh, Ali gets kicked to the outside and Nice tags back in who then beats Ali down on the outside. Uh, Murphy hits a big lariat for a two count. 
Ali dodges and uh, Ali dodges niece and Murphy and him both collide. So he's been trying to get the tag for a while, uh, but those two collide and take each other out. He goes for the tag, but Murphy pulls Alexander off the apron. Ali then lands a spinning wheel kick and manages to tag out, uh, but Murphy tags out at this point as well. There's a springboard flat liner from Alexander to Nice for a two count. Alexander then goes to the top, but Nice hits a huge uppercut, flooring him. Uh, nice and Murphy go for perhaps a doomsday device. He's got um, Alexander on the shoulders. Right. The other goes on top, uh, but Alexander escapes and tags out. And at this point, Alexander and Ali both climb to the top. Now, I, I'm not sure if this was a botch or not. It looked like they were going to go for like a a double Spanish fly off the top. Okay. Um, but they both fell kind of awkwardly to the outside. I'm not quite sure if that was planned or not, uh, but that would be sick if we do see a double probably Spanish have, fly. They're probably teasing it. Yeah, they? I think so. Um, Cedric then follows up with a tope con hilo to the outside on Nice. There's then a huge knee to the jaw of Ali from Murphy, and Murphy goes for Mar Murphy's law, but Ali manages to roll through, hits him with a DDT, Tags in Alexander, who follows up with a Lombard check for the win. He has pinned the champ. Whoa. Buddy Murphy has been pinned by He's Cedric. He's been pinned by Cedric. Uh, I think this might be going towards a three-way or a four-way for the title. Good, actually, uh, yeah. it was definitely like Ali's assist for the win. Yeah. Um, I saw I saw uh, some clips of this match on Twitter. It's how I watch Raw. Yeah. Twitter. Uh, but I watched some of the, the highlights from this match, and it looked crazy, like... The sequences that all four guys yeah. do here were amazing. So you're right, actually. They should a, do a four-way. I think a triple threat or a four-way for the title yeah, just would like be let really them, cool. Give them like 10, 15 minutes and, and I'd like kill it. Like, I'd like to see it on the be consistently on the paper. I, I agree. Um, it's not If you keep putting it on the pre-shows and shit, then yeah. you're telling me it's that. And I, I really like that they, they actually got a main slot on Survivor Series. Right, me too. Um, so I think put these four maybe in a... In a four-way for the title at TLC. But I noticed that Buddy Murphy and uh, Tony Nese have similar gear. Like, they yeah. look like a tag team. Yeah, so. that they've been they've yeah. been buddying yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, enjoyable episode. Um, the, again, it's what I say every week. Watch the main event. The rest, uh, not much right. to write home about. Um, but... Talking of writing home, people have written into us Ooh. on the feedback thread. Forum. I'm not as good at, at these segways. Segways. You just did a great one. Was that a good one? Yeah. Oh, thank you. And I'm, then I I'm ruined practicing. it. Uh, Forum.postwrestling.com is where we do our feedback every week, always free, just like our shows. Joey from Pottstown, PA. What's up, guys? First time posting on the Up Next Forum. Not sure if you guys have been keeping up with NXT UK, so just some feedback on that. Uh, uh, Killer Kelly teamed with Charlie Morgan to take on Zaya Brookside and Millie McKenzie. It's crazy how good Zaya and Millie are at such young ages. He says Charlie Morgan is bae and she's not bad. Pete Dunn versus Devlin was fantastic. Go check it out because I can't do it justice. Actually, I did want to check that out. I yeah, I, I'd like to see that. Uh, he says, second episode started with Tyler Bate taking on Joe Coffey. Another really good match. Uh, he says, the Coffees and Wolfgang and British Strong Style, which should be, should be good. Ripley and Storm for the women's was great, even though we all knew the results like a month ago. There was other stuff too, but nothing as memorable. Love listening to you guys. Thank you for providing me entertainment during my long-ass work shifts. Nice. Um, Ever since starting podcasting, mm. involved with any of this, whenever someone tells me, a listener, tells me their like, listening routine, it's my favorite. 
Because most of the time people are like, oh, I drive a lot. I listen to you in the mornings or I listen to you yeah. at night. But some people will be like, hey, I sit in an office and instead of listening to music all day, I listen to podcasts and I listen to you. And just like our friend here, Joey, says, I listen to you at work all the time. I've literally had someone be like, my boss asked me what I was listening to and I put him onto your show once. And I was like, that's so strange. <laughs> if I heard someone listening to a podcast about wrestling, I'd be like, what are you listening to? Uh, uh, just, uh, you know, uh, uh, Drake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. And uh, shout out to anyone listening right now at work. Um, yeah. And wherever <laughs> you may be. Um, I definitely, I want to go back and watch some of these uh, UK, matches. UK matches. I'm probably yeah. not going to watch all the episodes. I think once they go to one a week, I'd, I'd like to. It needs to go one a week. I can't I'd do like, two. I think they, I they've just it. got so much uh, taped that they're trying to get through. Good that they have the takeovers now, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm. I like Killer Kelly, so I'd like to go oh, back and watch I love that. Killer Kelly. Uh, Pete Dunn versus Devlin, I think, should be great. Uh, and yeah, I watch the women's match. So thank you, Joey my, from uh, Pottstown. You know, like my my mom's side is Portuguese. Mm. It, my mom would probably be ecstatic if I were to uh, wed uh, a, fo- a fellow pork chop. Mm. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Carlos from Wet Scotland. Oh, it's not so oh, sunny anymore. Not so sunny in Scotland. So, a solid tag match to begin, but the division feels stale and needs some new teams fast. Love, Yim, and Bourne feel like Yim is very over and may get her a push in the future since the division is also a little weak. EC3 match was fun, but more because of how fun Bartel is. Hope to see more of him. Awful promo from Sane and her crew. Enjoyed Lee Sullivan as two big guys who move like that always look great. Going to miss Sullivan now he's going up, but glad he is getting a big debut and NXT already started its promo for the new monster in Novak Djokovic. <laughs> Lee is money. Quick question. Along with Sullivan, who else should go up? I like the idea of a tag team or two going up and EC3. Cheers. I'd say undisputed Raw After Mania. Yeah. Um, or SmackDown. Yep. Um, hold them until then. Um, apart from that, I think majority of the rest of them are going to be lost. Too many as cooks. Soon as they go up. Too yeah. many cooks. Like, what is that a heavy sh- machinery going to do yeah. other than a bit of fun in the dead segment of Raw? For keep five them down. Minutes? Keep them. Keep them for a while. It's yeah. this, right now is the, the shit time in wrestling, anyways. Yeah. Like. This is always terrible yeah. time in wrestling. It picks so. up again in January. It will, and, so it'll be fine. Uh, but really, I I don't want to see many other people going up yet. Yeah, like undisputed going up will be great because there there'll be a slot for a new faction on the on the main roster, and that frees up four spaces. So that that's more stuff you can do in NXT. It frees up a lot, um, but kind of feels just like one call up. Um, mm-hmm. The rest, I don't I don't really want to see any more go up yet. Uh, I'm fine with no more call-ups right now. Yeah. So, don't do that. Uh, last one here. PJ River, long-time listener, long-time poster. Vanessa, long time, long time. Long time, long time. Vanessa Bourne is slowly but surely improving. I hated her in the first May Young, but now I like her moveset. She should have used her catchphrase, cheer for me. I quite like it. Uh, I enjoyed the main event, but what was the purpose of have, having Lars win? Did Vince book this match by saying he's not losing because he's getting a big push on the main roster? Why would NXT care about Lars Sullivan push on the main roster? I don't know. I thought it was interesting. It caught me well, off guard. I've always, I've always found it weird when you consider um, when you consider NXT is meant to be sort of 
the minor leagues right. or whatever. I've always found it weird that these people go up after losing. And it, it makes sense for stories yeah, in NXT, yeah. but it's also you're meant to be graduating to the to the That's why I like Kevin division. Owens when he you showed up promoting. as champion and he's like, Yo, I'm champion, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. It's great. Um I, I do know what you mean, uh long time, long time PJ River. Yeah. But um I think if you look if you try to look at it like a legit sport, which I like doing, I right. like trying to believe it's real. Um, it makes way more sense for them to win and then go up because you've done everything you can do. Right. Well, that's it for this week. Forum.postwrestling.com, always where we post the feedback and for the forum if you want to join in on the show. But that's it. That is it. Postwrestling.com. Uh, follow us on our feeds. Subscribe to us. Rate us. Review us. Let us know how and when you are listening, where you're listening, where are you from. We love meeting all sorts of lovely people people um follow myself on twitter and instagram to continue the conversation uh at the bray d and at davy portman um follow us every thursday look out for the mighty Morphin power rangers the movie review coming soon in a week or two um that's about it so thank you anything else you'd like to say to the fine people um no just ahoy! Just, just love yourself. <laughs> just love yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to bed. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Uh, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Be safe. You're the one who protects the flock, and that requires an eye for detail. Because when safety and well-being are on the line, it's the details that can save lives. Even when no one else is watching, you see everything. Granger gets you, and we're here for you, and all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions, plus board-certified safety consultants here to answer your questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's never too late to invest in yourself. Hone your writing and communication skills with the help of Grammarly. From proofreading emails and Slack messages to finalizing important presentations and everything in between, Grammarly helps you write confidently. Don't ever hesitate to hit send again. Get the best deal this season with 50% off Grammarly Premium. With Grammarly Premium, you'll be able to level up your writing by upgrading to all the advanced features, like smart suggestions on how to rephrase a confusing sentence, rewrite your tone, and very repetitive words. Check out all the benefits of Grammarly Premium at Grammarly.com slash cyber dash week dash sale. And during the Grammarly Cyber Monday sale, you can get Grammarly Premium for 50% off. Hurry, this offer only lasts until December 4th. That's 50% off of Grammarly Premium at Grammarly.com slash cyber dash week dash sale. Now through December 4th.